0: Let's talk about the up-and-coming inquiry into black women's maternity care. Let's also discuss the world's first vaccine trials on six-year-olds. What about meditation and mindfulness? And a whole lot more. This is Pablo from Hackney, and this is Pablo's podcast. Thank you for choosing Pablo's podcast today. Welcome. Welcome. The important thing is that men should have a purpose in life. It should be something useful, something good. The Dalai Lama. So it is our first Valentine's weekend um, in a COVID situation, in a lockdown situation. Very different for us all. I know some people celebrate Valentine's, some don't. But either way, it's the first time we're getting through this weekend in a lockdown covid situation so it's going to be very different you know um people usually having dinner getting to parties drink ups you know doing romantic stuff and yeah it's is it's the new start of the new normal hopefully in 2022 we'll be back to normal be able to go to restaurants and do all of that stuff um but yeah this year it's going to be a bit different so I'm sure people are going to be ordering in food. Some may be cooking for their significant other. But, yeah, it's just going to be a little bit different. But I'm sure we'll all enjoy it either way. We'll make it work. Human beings are resilient like that. In Angola, um, they have now uh, legalised same-sex relationships after 133 years. So a big change for them there. In in the US, we sadly lost um, Mary Wilson, died suddenly, age of 76. She was the co-founder of The Supremes, the legendary group from Motown. Um, so, yeah, she'll be sorely lost. Um, she was an author as well, apparently. She had two, two books out um, documenting uh, the achievements of The Supremes. And I think she was just about to do her own solo project. Because, obviously, it was... Um, uh, Diana Ross was the lead, the lead singer. So yeah, she was about to do her own thing. So yeah, very sad. Thoughts go out with, to the family for sure on that one. And yeah, just before I got ready to do this pod today, um, the, the result of Donald Trump's impeachment um, results came through. So he he's obviously going to go down in history as the first president who's been impeached twice. But he's also going to go down as the first president to be acquitted twice. So I won't be surprised if they start calling him Teflon Don, you know, because it seems like nothing can't stick, he just slides through. So, but I'm sure there's, there's going to be rumblings about that for, for weeks and months to come. Um, so yeah, Donald, Donald, Donald Reigns still. Um, and obviously, even though he ha- he's not allowed on um, Twitter and the social media things, I'm pretty sure we're going to hear a lot from him some way, somehow, about how he beat these two cases, et cetera. So, yeah, we've got that to come. Um, so with the travel thing, so, yeah, travel, the whole travel thing is, is changed up beyond belief, really, um, when you think about it. I mean, now... If you travel um, to certain places, you know, there's an extra £1,750 on top of your flight um, because you, you have to go into quarantine um, and you're paying for that hotel time. And you've got to stay there for 10 days if you're coming from one of, the, one of these specific countries. I think there's about 33 red-list countries. So if you're coming from one of those countries and if you lie if you don't tell the truth about where you come from you can get up to 10 years in prison so yeah this is um this is all brand new for us all brand new for us um so yeah i mean 33 i mean there are 198 195 countries in the on on the planet earth so it, at the moment there there are only 33 on the on the red list but um i can you can bet your bottom dollar those are the countries that we want to travel to. So, yeah, it's going to be very interesting how how some people deal with that because, I mean, in some ways, you know, some some people are in checkmate, you know, um, because they, I know there's a lot of people out there that are for the vaccine and, and with everything, but you've also got a lot of people that are not. And for those people that are not, this is kind of a checkmate situation in regards to um, in regards to what you can do and what you can't do, and what you you know it's it's just difficult. It's just difficult. Um, and also going onto, I mean, in regards to the vaccine stuff, they're now looking to do um, tests on um, six-year-olds up to six between six and seventeen-year-olds. It's going to be the first world trials um, testing um, Oxford. The Oxford um, vaccine and AstraZeneca one um, on two hundred and forty youngsters. So yeah, they're going to see how it affects them, if it you know if it works for them and stuff like that. So I, I mean, when I heard that, I thought to myself, who is letting their six-year-old child, um, you know, be be a tester for this? That's, I, d- I didn't realize they did um, tests on on young people that young. You know, I thought, well, I mean, I'm not a scientist, so I wouldn't, I would, why would I know? But yeah, but that's happening in the, in the coming weeks, so they're going to be testing on on young people. Um, so yeah, be interesting to hear how those tests go. And in South Africa, um, they've suspended the use of the AstraZeneca vaccine because it, it doesn't, it doesn't seem to be working. Um, with the variants that they have over there, so they've they've stopped all plans. Um, they pl- actually they plan to do a launch um, immunisation campaign um, next week, but they've they've halted that now, and they're looking to use another vaccine. I don't think they've decided which one yet, but they won't be using the AstraZeneca one. So, as as we know, things change day by day, day by day, week by week. You know, it's a fast moving thing. This whole COVID situation um but what is not moving fast enough for us is is the you know having to live under these restrictions you know obviously we i don't think there's anybody that's not tired of of having to be restrained in the way we are um but it seems like we will be you know we'll be in lockdown possibly possibly till till the end of may hopefully not that long but it's, it is possible i mean they've spoken about the schools um hopefully opening in March, which would be good they've always said that the schools would be the first thing to open, but obviously, the schools being open doesn't mean everything else is gonna open If we remember last year, they kind of stagger those things so but um, they have mentioned that um we will be social distancing and you know wearing face masks at least until autumn so so yeah we're not we're not near to where the island men are with it just yet. But I'm sure we will get to back to normal in the same way that Isla man are and you know I hope that their situation stays as it is now because um everything's open over there as we know. So um yeah so the the testing the testing certificates they're definitely talking about doing that the ministers are discussing Um, the possibility of international um, certificate system and some other countries are already um, looking at um, vaccine passports both domestically and internationally so so yeah these things are coming and and like I said it is checkmate pretty much for for those that um, didn't want to have a vaccine and stuff especially if you have to travel if you've got business abroad um, I'm not sure how you get around it if if you, you know, you need a certificate to, to travel, you know. Um, so we'll have to see how that one plays out for sure. So sadly, um, a young person uh, lost their life um, this week um, in Parsons Green. It was a 19-year-old male who was stabbed, found with um, stab wounds on, on Thursday. Um, really sad, as always, you know, um, a young life cut short it's never a good thing. No life cut short is, is ever a good thing. But yeah, one one young person passed this this week, so my thoughts and prayers um, with that family for sure. Um, you know, when I when I think about young people, you know, I in my mind I, st- I still remember vividly and clearly my youth. You know, um, and you know, it, it is a, there is a big difference to obviously to the amount of young people that are passing away and, and the frequency of it you know, so yeah, it's it's not good but, you know, when I do think about young people, it does make me think about my younger years and I I happen to hear some young people speaking about um, playing money up um, money up against the wall and stuff like that and that really and the way they were speaking about it was like they were the first ones to do it and I I remember feeling like my generation was the first ones, uh, you know, playing money up Against the wall, and um, and obviously I remember when when pound coins first come out as well. So so when, well, I think well, I can honestly say we were the first young people to play money up with pound coins because we were kids when pound coins um, came about. So so yeah, but dug into it a little bit more. It's it's been around for a very very long time, and it's got various different names as well: um, pitching pennies, pap, um, penny up keely in scotland they call it keely in wales they call it nippy um was pitch pitch and toss chucks tinks jingles so so yeah it's got various names and it's, it's known all over the world in fact they say that um it even goes back as far as ancient the ancient greeks where the children used to play with bronze coins so so yeah it's not unique to any of us um young people but I, I do have fond memories of pl- of playing money up especially when pound coins got involved you know it was um it was it was a good way to to make extra money in in those days I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure some people listen to this it will trigger some memories for sure because they're, they're fun times So on another note um I'm sure we've all been past pubs Establishments like that, um, called um, the Black Boy or the Black Head. So these these pubs are part of the Green. Well, I don't think I don't know if all of them are, but um, Green King, um, that company who runs um, various pubs around the country, they have now um, decided that they're going to rename those pubs um, because obviously the racial connotations. Um, It's believed that there's about seventy pubs across the UK, um, called The Black Boy. Um, so, yeah, I think I think it's a good thing. I think that's a... I don't know if anything prompted them to do that. Maybe it's just, you know, everything that happened in 2020 with um, Black Lives Matter. But, yeah, it's definitely a good thing. I mean, I... I it always... Um, it was always... It always kind of bugged me. I always questioned it, because there's one in Tottenham. and Well, there's a Black Boy Lane, in fact. Black Boy Lane, and then there's the the black boy pub and yeah it was always strange like you know it's yeah it was always a strange thing but you know it, it was what it was and you just kind of accepted it um but hopefully that one will go as well and you know that will um be that you know we're like i said i mean black lives matter is um it has it has definitely changed um the perspective of things for for um, other communities, you know, not for the black community because you know these are things that have, these are things, the things that they've brought up are things that we know we've lived, but um, for other communities, it is making them um, look at things differently and change things. So this is just another one of those things. So, so yeah, we'll be keeping an eye on that. See how long it takes them to get rid of them. Oh, and I wonder if um, Haringey will will change the name of that road. I wonder. I mean, it's not really clear specifically where the name why they're called you know the black boy or the black head um so it'd be interesting to to find out what that is well where where that originally stems from um so in in Ireland um uh, Northern Ireland MP Gregory Campbell um has been doing some been accused of race baiting and um, because the, there was an edition of Songs of Praise where the, the, the finalists apparently were all black, and the judges were black, etc. And he's obviously taken offence to that, um, which is ridiculous um, and comical, really. You know, it's, it's just—I mean, it's, it's, it's not really funny, really, but you have to laugh, man. It, why are you? Why would you be upset? Because there's black contestants and there's a black host and and stuff like that. And you know, so so yeah. But he um, he's been called out for it and rightfully so. Um, he made some comments on Facebook um, on the 31st of January, um, uh, and he, I think he said something to the something like um, the BBC at, at its worst. You know, um, Black Lives Matter is worse, something like that. But either way, you know, people just need to relax. You know, black people have been around for a very, very long time, um, and black people will be here for a very, very long time. So we just have to live together and stop, stop with all of these underlying um, bigotry type stuff. It just, it, it just doesn't lead to anything positive. You know, it doesn't lead to anything positive for nobody. Um but what was really, really um sad to hear is um Priti Patel's um comments in regards to the Black Lives Matter protests over um twenty twenty. She she basically said they were dreadful, you know. Um she spoke about um that she wouldn't she wouldn't um she doesn't agree with the gesture of um taking the knee, etc., Um, I I just I don't really understand why she well I kind of do I kind of do I mean yeah I kind of do but it's just it's just not good you know there's a there's a way to deal with people and there's a there's a way to be diplomatic especially being a politician you know in these times you know um so it's going to be really interesting to see how she is gonna be dealt with in in regards to this, you know. And if she'll apologise, or if I, I I don't know. I mean, she's made a few a few um, faux pas as as time has gone on. So maybe this would be the last one. Maybe this will be the the final straw. Um, I think that I can't remember off the top of the head what it was the last time, but I remember Boris backed her fully so it didn't make any difference to her her position or anything like that hopefully this one will make a difference because she's she she has and pretty much continues to upset a lot of people um and she does it in a very indifferent kind of way like she 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 doesn't think that what she's saying will affect anybody in any kind of way so so, yeah, we'll be watching watching that and, and listening to what, what, what is next to come out of our mouth in regards to, um, you know, Black Lives Matter and, you know, the, the whole racial situation in the UK. Um, uh, black women, um, I've spoken about this a few times, um, black women being four times more likely to um, uh, die in pregnancy in the UK um, during childbirth. So they're having a, they're going to start looking into that a, a little bit more. Um, they've launched a, um, they've launched it, I think it's, they've launched an inquiry, basically, into what that is, why it's happening, um, the, the, the racial biases um, leading to poor health outcomes for um, black women in, in in maternity care. So hope, you know, that, that couldn't have happened soon enough. You know, that, that should have, been happened a, a long time ago because this isn't it's not new news you know um but better late than never better late than never. so so yeah they're going to be looking at that um now so we'll be we'll be looking at for that over the next couple of months and see what the outcomes of that and hopefully we get the outcomes and then they start to rectify it so that um black women are not dying disproportionately in childbirth because that's it's ridiculous it's absolutely ridiculous so um we're still in this lockdown. you know a lot of people have a hard time with it. Um, there are things that we can do i mean me personally i meditation is something that i'm a real advocate of um meditation, you know mindfulness you know um I, but I'm mindful that people have find it challenging you know if you if you don't know how to do it you know to sit down and kind of be still and kind of clear your mind and just, you know, do that, that process. Some people find that really, really challenging, but it is really, really beneficial, you know, in many ways, you know, in regards to health, in regards to um, productivity, you know, if you've got things to do, if you meditate before you've got um, work to do or an assignment to do or, or even if you just as a way to de-stress, you know, and kind of centre yourself, meditation is definitely a thing to do, for sure. So I'm going to touch a bit more on that a bit later because I did see something um, in regards to that over the the last couple of days. But yeah, meditation, definitely look into that as far as looking after yourself. Um, There are, obviously, there's loads of things you can do, um, but the fact that we are... You know, restricted in our movement somewhat, and and what we can do and who we can see, you know, clearing our mind of all the clutter as well. Especially if you're you're consuming a lot of news, and and that's an issue for you as well. Cause I know a lot of people are. I spoke to a few people this week who who speak about you know the the influx of all this news and information, and it's it's all doom and gloom and and stuff like that. So something like meditation may kind of level that off for you. So it's definitely something to look into definitely. Um, so start Storm Darcy, Storm Darcy. Um, it, it, it didn't really hit London as much as they said it was. I, I was expecting a whole lot more, but obviously up and down the country, um, they some of them were really hit really bad. But it's been super cold since then. Super, super cold. Um, temperatures dip into, uh, I think it was like 17 Celsius. I think it even went lower than that in some places. In fact, it went down to about twenty-three Celsius. Um, yeah, it went down to about twenty-three Celsius. So, so yeah, and there's also there's a something I didn't never heard of: freezing rain. I've never heard of freezing rain, um, but when I heard it, I was intrigued, so I looked into it a bit more. So, basically, I mean, and they also said over the next twenty-four hours um, we will be having some freezing rain. So, basically, freezing rain is when it rain it rains as liquid but the temperature of the rain is lower than zero Celsius. So when it hits, whatever it hits, when it hits the floor, hits cars or whatever, it freezes straight away. I've never heard of that. I think that's um, amazing. <laughs> um, but it's obviously it's dangerous as well, because as soon as it hits, it turns to ice, and then you drive over that, you know, the road, depending on how much, how much um, frozen rain drops as well. But yeah, dangerous. And I think it can um, pull down um, electrical lines as well and, trees and stuff like that because obviously it, it, it's solid as soon as it lands so so yeah never heard of it though very interesting but i know up in um derbyshire um even waterfalls have been freezing waterfalls air uh, was a uh, kinder kinder net downfall in derbyshire so yeah their their waterfall froze it's like a 30 meter waterfall um but yeah it froze that's what looked at the pictures of it, it looked amazing but um it's really is that cold out there. So but basically it's been the the lowest um the coldest February, February nights since uh nineteen fifty five. So we are going through a different kind of cold, you know, and I, I feel it every night, even though, you know, got the quilt on and, you know, appropriate pyjamas, etc. Um, but it still feels super cold at night. Super cold. Um so yeah, historic times, historic times, even colder than the, the nights of the, because um, I think we had a super cold winter. It was like the coldest winter for 200 years in 1962, 1963. But the nights, what we've had here in, in, in this February, going down to minus 23, I think in Aberdeenshire, it was where it really got that low. It wasn't even that cold um, in 1962. So yeah, proper cold, proper cold um so on a te- from a tech point of view I was, I was looking at some tech stuff this week and they've now got some masks um with built-in headphones and mics so so yeah they are um you know some some genius and entrepreneur is is really looking at this whole mask thing to be here for a long time and they're, they're making investments and developing technology around that so that's that's interesting um and there's also smart watches as well that can actually tell you um, whether you're going to get um, COVID-19 before you even get it, you know? I, don't ask me how they do it. I'm, I'm not that tech savvy. But um, they're talking about watches like Apple, the Apple Watch and the Garmin Fitbit. They should be able to predict um, an, an individual's um, positive, whether they're positive whether, before they even fully got it you know, because it's tracking your heart and all of these various things, so, so yeah, um, tech, Uh, so yeah, I mean, hopefully they can work out how to eradicate it, that, that, that's where I want the focus to be, so we can get on with, with life in somewhat more normal way, Um, but yes, so on a Lighter note, my my TV viewing this week. So I watched Netflix. Netflix. I watched um, Malcolm and Marie. So this is with um, uh, John David Washington, and Denzel Washington's son, and Zendaya. Um, I I really liked it. I really liked it. I liked the way it was shot. It was like in, it was black and white, and it was quite arty. And I liked the music as well. Um, but it was yeah yeah but it's, I, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but it's definitely worth a look. It's it's basically um, it's about a couple um, returning home from a premiere of um, Malcolm, um, the, the the male lead um, of his new film, um, and he's obviously he's got various uh, he's he's been given a lot of praise f- from the critics and stuff, and then you kind of see the couple. Go through some dom- a domestic situation. I won't say any more, but it's definitely worth a watch. Definitely worth a watch. Um, yeah, definitely worth a watch. So also going back to meditation, I also on Netflix. This is something. If you if you're having trouble, if you if you're having trouble um, trying to meditate or, or understanding how it works and whatnot, this is definitely worth giving a watch. Um, it's called The Guide to Meditation. Um, and it's a, a company called Headspace. Um, and it's like an animated animated um, series, but obviously there's people talking over it. But it's, it's really good, really brings it, makes it really simple, you know, and, and easy to do. Um, I, like I said, I'm a big advocate of, of meditation. And when I first tried to meditate, I struggled to meditate for five minutes. But now I can, I can meditate for a, like an hour. I've meditated for an hour before. So, um, and there are definitely benefits for it. I mean, I, I'm definitely mindful I don't do it enough. I know I should do it more. Um, it's something you really should do daily. Um, obviously not an hour if you've got other things to do, but even five minutes, you know, um, but it is something I should do more, but I definitely recommend it. But definitely check that show out, My um, Guide to Meditation. Um, and I also watched uh, my favourite comedian, uh, my favourite current comedian, Dave Chappelle, he had a 10-minute um, performance um, called Redemption Song um, on his Instagram account. He, he basically he's been putting these short 10-minute, 15-minute um, things on his Instagram. Really good though. I'd would li- like to see the extended version because they're obviously they're snippets of um, extended shows. But um, he basically announced that he has now got the rights back to his sketch show, his famous sketch show. So. And he's got the rights to his name and all these other things which he was fighting for um, over the last few months. So, yeah, really happy for him because that that was a classic show. And it was just crazy the fact that he had no rights over that. You know, he got no revenue off of the back of that anymore and stuff like that. So he got a really big payout apparently and now he owns the rights of his work. Um, so that will be returning back to Netflix um, probably by the time you've heard this, it'll probably be back, be back on Netflix. So um, but, and now now he's his relationship obviously is much better with with Netflix and and everybody else. So hopefully he'll be bringing out a lot more work. Um, but he's absolute legend when it comes to um, comedy. He's a comedy genius, definitely. So I look forward to his new stuff. But yeah, if you if you've got Instagram. Um, it's, it's, it's up there. Um, it's definitely worth a look. Anything of even five minutes of Dave Chappelle is interesting. He's, he's a very intelligent comedian. A very intelligent comedian. So, a book that I've been asked to um, speak on today is *The Communion: uh, A Female Search for Love* by Bell Hooks. So, it's um it's a heartfelt address to women, um, guiding them through um, guide them to the search of love and the ways um to set them free um, and to have the ultimate freedom and things of that nature so it's supposed to be a really good read so communion the female search for love by bell hooks so um you know we are it is freezing outside as i said we are still in lockdown you know it is valentine's weekend um i i'm i think you know as much as we are locked down, there are things that we can do that can help our health, help maintain our health. And getting out of the house, even when it's freezing cold, even though it's wet, even when it's snowing, getting out of the house is a good thing to do whenever, especially in these times where we are restricted. You know, as long as you've got the right clothes on, you know, you, you'll be fine. But it, it's it's going to be better for your, your well-being, you know, and self-care is is key. You know, it's going to be. Definitely good for your well-being, you know. Even if you're out there for ten minutes, um, but because I, I really feel like we we underestimate how much less movement we're doing as human beings over this past twelve months. You know, as much as we're getting out, we're doing bits and pieces, we're going shopping and stuff. It's no, it's going to be nowhere near to what we what we would have done in like 2019. You know, 2018. Um, so even the most um, active Um, of us it's still going to be a lot less so yeah get out get out you know get out as much as you can even me i i need to get out more you know um but we we all do we all need to get out more and even you know obviously when it gets really cold and it's really frosty and stuff you don't maybe you don't want to go out you don't want to do exercise outside because it's so cold i went out uh, this week and done i was skipping in the garden um yeah, skipping on the concrete. And it was, you know, obviously when you skip, you, you sweat a lot. So the heat-wise, it wasn't a problem. Although my fingertips were freezing. I was skipping for about 20 minutes and everything else was fine, but my fingertips were absolutely freezing. So I will be wearing gloves next time. But it does go to show, even if it's... Because z- it, was, it was zero Celsius out there. Um But even at zero Celsius, you can find stuff to do outside... Ideally, I would have liked to have been out on my bike, um, but because of the, the ice and stuff, I'm, I'm not trying to slip and come off of my bike like that. So I opted for the skipping so I could get that cardio and get the blood the blood flowing and stuff. But if that's too much, you know, obviously some people got knee problems, somebody got some people got arthritis issues or whatever, but just going out for a walk, you know, just being wrapped up. You don't have to go out there to get cold. You know, you can go out there fully loaded, untold layers whatever you need to do but getting out there walking getting fresh air is a good thing to do definitely recommended definitely recommended so thank you again for choosing Pablo's podcast today and hopefully you can join me in the next one until then take care and be nice to each other thank you for listening to Pablo's podcast I'm Pablo from Hackney and you can catch me next week for more healthy discussion